Welcome to Steadfast Hope. I'm Stephen Lawson, president of One Passion Ministries. And four times a week, I teach through a portion of scripture to encourage you in your Christian walk. Join me now for this brief devotion in God's Word. You've tuned in to Steadfast Hope. I'm Steve Lawson, joined by Kent Stainback. We're coming to you from Herb's House, a coffee shop here in Dallas, Texas. Let me add the iconic Herb's House. Now, we have a great verse we're going to look at today. It's 1 Thessalonians 2, verse 1. The title of this devotion is Effective Ministry. And I want to begin by reading the verse which states, For you, you yourselves know, brethren, that our coming to you was not in vain. Again, when I think about ministry, and you and I are involved in so many layers of ministry together, from Steadfast Hope to the Bible study to Trinity Bible to other endeavors that you and I put our shoulder to the same plow. We want it to be effective <laughs> because it requires sacrifice. It requires time. It requires effort. Um, it requires study. It requires prayer. Um, it requires that you and I say no to other things. And as I say this, the same as true for you. All true ministry comes at a price. Um, if it was easy, then it's not really ministry. Ministry involves self-denial and sacrifice to serve others, right? And we don't want all of this investment of time and energy to be in vain. And so Paul reminds the church at Thessalonica <clears throat> that the price he paid to bring the gospel to them, and it's recorded in Acts chapter 17, um, that it really counted for time and eternity, that it was not an empty ministry. And so let's just walk through this, this passage, this verse, but Kent, what strikes me is that there could be ministry that is just in vain. It's just a wasting of time and effort because it's not done God's way for God's glory. So anyway, let, let, let's walk through this. Uh, he says, for you yourselves know, brethren. He's addressing the church at Thessalonica. And this word know means to, to, to really have cognitive knowledge of something. I mean, to, to see with your own eyes. And the believers there in the church of Thessalonica, they knew to be true what Paul is about to say. It wasn't speculative. They, they, they knew this. He says that our coming to you, and it's referring to, to Paul when he came with Silas and Timothy to Thessalonica, how the preaching of the word of God turned the world upside down there. And he says it was not in vain. The, the word vain here means empty. And the opposite of it being in vain would be that ministry would be fruitful, that it would be profitable, spiritually speaking. And the, their coming was not in vain because it involved the preaching of God's word the exaltation of God's Son in full dependence upon God's Spirit, 
it was done for God's glory, and it was a proclamation of God's gospel. It was a God-centered ministry. They didn't go to Thessalonica to entertain people. They didn't go to Thessalonica to build up numbers and statistics. They went there for changed lives. They went there so that people would be rescued from the wrath to come. They went there that people would be called into fellowship with God's Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And so because of that, Paul could confidently say that our coming to you is not in vain. And he says, and you know this. Because you saw the evidence of this with lives that were radically changed and transformed around you. And even after Paul's departure, and he now writes this letter, these people are continuing to walk with the Lord. They are serving the Lord. And there is a a testimony that is going out into the region concerning the reality of what God is doing in this life in Thessalonica. So, Kent, this is, I think, a word for you and me. We want our ministries to be effective, and it it must be God-centered. God's Word, God's Son, God's Spirit, God's message, God's glory. Well, what a great message, and I I know a lot of people that are watching us. There's there's mothers, grandmothers, there's uh, widows, Mm -hmm. husbands, Mm-hmm. Everybody, a lot of people watching are not in full-time ministry like yeah. you, and they, they're not able to to necessarily uh, preach or teach a study. Yeah. But I think their question is, and my question would be, when we look at what is vain and what isn't vain, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what would that list be for the housewife, for the husband that has his job, what, the, what they're doing mm-hmm. that is not in vain, but for the Lord. I think I think that's what we want to do. We mm-hmm. want to re-examine our lives and say, mm-hmm. okay, what am I doing that's really worthless? And what do I need to be doing more of if <laughs> I'm not in full-time preaching? Wow, Kent, what a huge question. Um, we want our lives. all of three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we want our lives to count. Yeah, we do. We, 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 we don't want to go through all the motions and it, it have been in vain. So I think for the businessman, I think for the housewife, I think for the father and the mother, yeah. it, it begins with your, your, your first, your realm of ministry is with your loved ones. Sure. And then it expands and builds out. And it really has to be centered in the word of God and speaking the word of God uh, bearing witness to the Word of God to, to those in, in your realm because God put the power in His Word. And so we need to be focused upon the Word and, and, and not manipulating people, not trying to control people, um, but that we put the Word out and we leave the results to God. Now, we are to persuade people and urge them to follow Christ and at times even warning them of painful consequences if you continue down this path. But it, it always involves ministry in the Word. The other thing that comes to my mind is God has given us spiritual gifts. And just as even the, the young man was fixing your microphone there while we were talking, um, 
we, we find our place of ministry yeah. in the church. Yeah. Good point. And you and I could not be doing this if someone had not set up the lights, if someone had not made sure the battery was in the, the microphone, that it was turned on, etc. That's just an example that we all put our shoulder to the plow to help push it. And it's not just the one who stands up to preach sure. like I do and at times like you do. It's, it, it's really, it's a team effort. And we all find our position on the team and we play our position. So I would say that for the, the businessman and, and the housewife. You, you, you have something critically important to sure. contribute sure. to the cause of Christ. Mm -hmm. And I only stand on the shoulders of businessmen and housewives who have sacrificially given sure. to make ministry sure. happen, who have prayed sure. for me, sure. who invite people to, to church, um, who, who take care yeah. of, of babies yeah. in the nursery. Yeah, setting up the chairs or doing communion or... That's all effective ministry. All those things. It's for it the cause of Christ. Absolutely, absolutely. And as I stand up to preach, I mean, if there were just all crying babies in there, it would distract from the preaching of the Word of God. But there are people who, who give up the really the, the privilege of sitting there to hear the Word of God to go serve mm -hmm. in, in these places. I mean, there's people helping park cars. There's Prayer. greeters at the front door. There are ushers that help people get to their seats. There are people on the keyboard playing instruments and a violin. There are people who are singing up front. I mean, all of this is, is really effective ministry. So what I would say, Kent, to your really perceptive question, there's a place for every true believer to serve the Lord. Mm -hmm. And you've got to find that place. And if you don't know that place, I would encourage you to go to your pastor or to the elders in your church and say, here am I, send me. Here am I, use me in whatever way would help the cause of Christ. Awesome. Amen. So we need to bring this to a close. But Kent, um, I'm so grateful to be able to serve with you and that I believe that our ministry is not in vain mutual. because it's the Word of God yeah. that's going forth. And we just all do our small part to advance the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, what is your part? What is your place? What is your position to serve uh, on the team. Well, may God plant you in that place and may your life bear much fruit for the cause of Christ. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Steadfast Hope. If this was helpful to your Christian walk, please leave us a review wherever you listen to this show. And if you want to connect on social media, I can be found at Dr. Stephen J. Lawson or at One Passion Ministries. Thank you for listening, and I hope you will join me again for the next episode of Steadfast Hope.